Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about the Week 3 quarterback start or sit decisions that you guys may have on your roster. We're going to be talking about every single game from tonight, Thursday night, all the way until Monday night, and talk about whether I want to start or sit the following quarterbacks inside of those matchups. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask that if at any point inside of this video you have a nice chuckle, you're having a great time, to please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. Also, before we get into the video, I'd like to give you guys a word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. Overlay DFS has introduced a new fantasy football game for the 2020 fantasy football season. It is called the Match Up Shop. It is the player versus player game that includes real life aspects of betting with the spread. So pretty much it's fantasy points of a player versus fantasy points of another player just with the addition of the spread. So in this scenario right here, we have Matt Ryan versus Mitch Trubisky. If you bet Mitch Trubisky, you get an additional 8.5 fantasy points, whereas if you bet Matt Ryan, you get a, you lose point, you lose negative 8.5 fantasy points for that game. Who wins head to head with the spread is going to be the winner. It is very simple. Anyone can figure it out. Even I can win on there. So thank you guys all for listening to this spiel real quick. Make sure you guys check it out because you guys do all that research and you want to win some money with it. Make sure you check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. And we are back. Please make sure to check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. Let's get right into it. Week three quarterback start or sit decisions. We begin on Thursday night with the Miami Dolphins at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, there will be fans at this game. Typical Jaguars attendance with about just like one-fourth of the stadium being there. Now, in this game, I'm going to be starting up Gardner Minshew. We've seen two different Gardner Minshews week one and week two. Week one, we saw ultra-efficient Gardner, only throwing the ball 20 times, getting 19 completions, destroying the Indianapolis Colts with his bare hands and his mustache. Now, the next week, we saw him play very, very good in a game where he had to kind of come back from behind, throw the ball a lot, threw two picks, sure, but he did look good in that game. Now, this week he gets the Miami Dolphins, not the greatest defense. Byron Jones not going to be playing tonight on Thursday, so it seems like a very good matchup for Gardner to have yet another good game. I think Gardner Minshew at this point has stuck himself in as pretty much a starter every single week unless he does have a tough matchup and the Dolphins just don't phase me enough to not wanting to start Gardner Minshew on this week. I'm sitting down Ryan Fitzpatrick. When will be the time for Tua Tungavailoa to end up playing in the quarterback position? I have no idea, but for now it's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Probably has an okay game, but definitely not worthy of a start in fantasy football. Now we begin with the early Sunday slate with the Las Vegas Raiders at the New England Deflatrates. Now in this game, I'm going to be starting up Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a start every single week. Pretty much a top five quarterback now. I mean, I'm a Dolphins fan, so it kind of makes me a bit sad that they just get, they lose Tom Brady, and they get Cam Newton for free, and he's just going to absolutely buttfuck the whole league, but it's okay. Cam Newton up against the Las Vegas Raiders is in for a big game. The Patriots lost last week to the Seahawks. If you think that the sorry-ass Raiders are going to beat them just like they beat the New Orleans Saints, you are higher than Elon Musk. This is the perfect scenario of what we would call hungry dogs run faster. The Patriots lose last week. The Raiders win last week in a big matchup on Monday night. The Patriots are going to eviscerate the Raiders. Cam Newton is going to have a great game, so I'm starting Cam Newton. And Derek Carr would be a sit in this game. I just think the Patriots defense might be a little more tough than the New Orleans Saints were last week. And Derek Carr is really only a start if your main quarterback ends up dying in a freak accident or if you're in a two-quarterback league. Next game here, we got the San Francisco 49ers at the New York Football Giants. 
Now, it seems as though Jimmy GQ, Jimmy Garoppolo, just is not going to play in this game for the 49ers. Why would he? Why waste his health? Why risk him getting hurt when he's playing up against the Giants that Nick Mullins could probably individually soak with his two hands? So I like Nick Mullins in this matchup, but not really. I mean, I like him to win the game against the Giants, but I don't like him to be a start for my fantasy football team, especially with the wide receivers there. Just not being all that good considering everyone's banged up. For the Giants, Danny Dimes playing up against the 49ers. Sure, this could be a good week because the 49ers defense is really banged up. A lot of those guys are hurt and not playing in this game. But still, Daniel Jones has been struggling. I think after they get over that hump in the next couple of weeks, I believe week five is when he starts having those better matchups. Then you could start throwing Daniel Dimes into your lineup. But right now, even up against the 49ers defense, that's not as good as they would have been, obviously, due to injuries. I think the coaching there is going to help them. A coach like Shanahan is going to be able to get the boys hungry to eat the Giants for breakfast, especially without their quarterback. The defense is going to be fired up to win them this game. Next game here, we got the Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns did look good last week up against Joe Burrow and friends in Cincinnati. But this is another case of kind of a game there. I see Baker kind of falling back down to earth. Baker did have a good game up against the Bengals. I don't expect him to play as well up against the Washington football team. Baker tends to make bad decisions when there's guys coming in his face. (laughs) When there's guys coming for him, he gets kind of uh, fucked up there. And Chase Young is going to be flying in for that ass. Going to try to eat him for breakfast. And I just don't think Baker Mayfield has all that great of a game with all those men coming on his face. Next guy here, we have Dwayne Haskins. Also going to be a sit for me. Me. I just don't think Dwayne Haskins will ever throw more than a touchdown or two in the game. It seems like Ron Rivera has it figured out. You want to know how you win the game? You don't make Dwayne Haskins make any mistakes. You let Dwayne Haskins make the correct reads. Just make sure that he doesn't throw a pick, and he's going to be good. And he has played quite good the last two weeks. Nothing like a world beater, nothing like looking like the best quarterback in the NFL, but looking like a competent quarterback with Riverboat Ron Rivera. So I don't think Dwayne Haskins is necessarily a start in fantasy football, but I expect both these guys to have pretty decent games on Sunday. Next game here, we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Eagles. Now, Carson Wentz has such some wee-wee in a fierce fashion. He's been blowing that shit like it is his job, like he's Mia Malkova or something. That's what he's doing, all right? Carson Wentz, to me, is a start, but man, it is scary. It just is. It's like when you watch Paranormal Activity when you were 11 and that shit just stuck in you forever and now you're still scared to go to the bathroom because the ghost is going to fly out of the fucking uh, shower at you. So now, man, Carson is just, this is such a good matchup that if he doesn't do good, you have to cut him. I'm just, I've seen people cut him in their league, and it doesn't even shock me at all because Carson Wentz just has not played well at all. He's not even hurt. Typically, the issue with Carson Wentz is he gets hurt in the season, and then he fucks you over. Now he's fucking you over, and the guy's completely healthy, so I really have no idea what to do with Carson Wentz. I'll start him in this game, but if he doesn't go good or do good in this game, I just cut the leash completely and let him roam free and let him run away and let him be a problem for someone else's roster. I'm sitting down Joey Burrow in this game. Wouldn't be surprised if Joe Burrow was a top-10 quarterback because the guy's just a freak fucking athlete. The guy's amazingly talented, even up against a tougher Browns defense last week. This guy looks like he's the future of the NFL looks like could be a top five quarterback next year now obviously there's struggles struggles with the offensive line there's struggles with the fact that the team just doesn't look all that good but Joe Burrow still makes it happen not a great start for fantasy football but in real life obviously one of the better quarterbacks in my opinion who will continue to get better as the season goes on and maybe just maybe a couple weeks from now he's a guy you want to start in your lineup every single week next game here we got the LA Rams at the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo now sadly there will be no tailgating no videos of guys jumping straight through a fucking table to get fired up for a matchup between two 
two and O teams here in Buffalo. I like Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen every week. This guy has proved all the haters wrong. The haters are sleeping. They're having a nice fucking slumber because Josh Allen is balling out of control and fucking on all of you hoes, as Future said in that one song. Now, Josh Allen has been insane. I Before the season, I talked up Josh Allen. I talked about how I love Josh Allen, his rushing upside, his passing upside. This guy never even slings the rock for over 300-plus yards right in his NFL career. Has done it twice now. Been two games this season, two fucking times he's done it. This guy is a baller. He's a fucking shot caller. This guy doesn't give a damn who he's playing against. I understand Aaron Donald is scary, and I would probably shit myself if I saw Aaron Donald coming for me. I'd probably die if he hit me, even if he just flicked me across the room. But with that said, Josh Allen will not be scared. Josh Allen is an alpha male who will be able to prevail up against the Los Angeles Rams defense. I like Josh Allen in this game. I'm sitting down Jared Goff. Now, Jared Goff has actually looked very good the last two games, kind of looking like Jared Goff from 2018 when they made that nice playoff run, got into the Super Bowl, and then Tampa Bay Tom Brady laid the absolute pipe to that ass. But at the end of the day, Jared Goff is not going to be a start for me this week up against a tougher Bills defense given it's because of the defense, because Jared Goff has seemed like a guy that you probably could start on a weekly basis, but the Bills' defense, in my opinion, is just a little too good for Jared Goff. Next game, here we got the Texans at the Steelers. Now, I have big worries about Deshaun Watson in this game, but you drafted him early. He's obviously a start with top 12 potential. Due to the fact that the guy can just get it done with his legs, he's very talented on the ground running, as well as throwing the ball, but Will Fuller last week put up a straight-up goose egg. Man, that was really worrisome, but in this game, I think Deshaun Watson has a fine game. Not saying he really has top five potential on the week because of how good that Steelers defense is, but he's going to be a start for me. Big Ben Roethlisberger going up against a not-so-hot Houston Texans defense. Ben Roethlisberger should be able to have quite the good game here, and it's at home, and we all know Big Ben plays much better at home, so I like the Steelers, and I like Big Ben in this game for week number three. Next game here, we got the Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this is a game that should be high-scoring, if Mitch Trubisky isn't awful and can throw the ball, even though maybe they'll just run the ball a million times with David Montgomery, I think Matt Ryan is an excellent start this week. He's been like a top five guy pretty much every single week I called before the season. This guy has potential to be a top five quarterback, and that's just what he's been doing. Even up against a tough Chicago Bears matchup, they are going to potentially be behind in this game, and it doesn't really matter. They just fire the ball on all cylinders. Regardless, they could be up by 7,000. They'd throw the ball a million times. It does not matter for Matty Ice, Dan Quinn, and Dirk Cutter over there in Atlanta. So I like Matty Ice in this game. For Mitch Trubisky, I think in a deeper kind of league, he is definitely worthy of a start this week. This Atlanta Falcons defense is atrocious. It is god-awful. It is whatever verb or noun, whatever that is. I guess I just failed third grade English or something. Whatever that is, that's how you would describe the Atlanta Falcons defense because they are horseshit. Mitch Trubisky could definitely have a good game, but you never really want to be trusting kissing titties Mitchell Trubisky to be starting in your lineup. Next game here, we got the Tennessee Titans, the Le Titans, going up against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Now, I'm going to be starting up Ryan Tannehill in this game. Ryan Tannehill had a day up against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense last week. He looked like he was dissecting that defense. He was looking surgical out there. Tannehill was looking like Dr. Miami on some Instagram model's ass. Now, Ryan Tannehill is going to be a good start this week. The Minnesota Vikings defense is atrocious. They are just so bad. 
it's really a shame because the Vikings a couple of years ago had a very strong defense, and now they just really have no one back there. So I expect Tannehill to have a good game. Was one of my quarterback streamers of the week from that video, and I'm sitting down. You like that, Kirk Cousins? Because I am not liking that out of Kirk Cousins. They just seem to want to run the ball so much. Sure, Adam Thielen will be fine because Kirk Cousins will just throw the ball to Adam Thielen. But besides that, I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to have all that good of a year for fantasy football. But what do you expect out of a certified game manager in the NFL? Now on to the midday slate of games, the 4 o'clock slate if you live in the Eastern time zone with myself. We got the New York football Jets at the Indianapolis Colts. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I post content every single day to help you guys hoist that trophy at the end of the year for winning the whole goddamn league. So make sure you click that subscribe button down below. I'm trying my best to help you guys all win. So back to it. New York football Jets at the Indianapolis Colts. Now these might be the most two most boring quarterbacks you've ever seen in a matchup in the NFL. We have Mono Man Sam going up against Old Man Mr. 12 Kids Phillip god damn rivers now sam Darnold made one good throw last week maybe the best throw the man will ever make in his nfl career last week up against the 49ers late in the game one good pass doesn't mean i'm playing him up against the colts the colts have an okay defense i thought they were fraudulent then they looked really good last week up against the minnesota vikings so probably a good defense any defense is good though up against crazy man adam fucking gaze that guy is a certified dumbass of a coach I would know I'm a Dolphins fan the guy's an idiot traded away Jay Ajayi for a used condom with that said Sam Darnold not gonna look very good out there on Sunday Philip Rivers if there ever was a game where he throws like 12,000 touchdowns in one game to the tight end it would probably be this game this would be the game where all the Colts light it up but I just don't know man Philip Rivers has not given me too much to want to trust him considering he just throws picks late in the game for no goddamn reason next game here we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Seattle Seahawks it's been hashtag let Russ cook all summer long. Everyone's talking about, hey, uh, you want to maybe Pete Carroll, maybe stop chewing that gum in his face and let him throw the ball? Maybe. Act like it's the one-yard line in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Let's just do that all the time. Now, Russ has been doing that, but he's not throwing the picks. He's dissecting those defenses. He's looking amazing. Russell Wilson up against the Dallas Cowboys is a beautiful matchup, a fuego matchup. I love this matchup up against the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys defense has not looked all that good. Russell Wilson has looked very good. Now, even up against a tough defense, I'm starting Russell Wilson. But I have confidence that he could be the number one quarterback on the week. Dakota Prescott also going to be a start. The Campbell Soup boy. I like Dak Prescott in this game. The Seattle Seahawks defense was not really able to stop the run on the one-yard line, two-yard line, three-yard line last week up against Cam Newton, and that's something that Dak Prescott can do. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that Dak Prescott's going to rush in two, three touchdowns like something Cam Newton could do, but at the end of the day, that's obviously a plus when you're looking at the defense. I think that Dak Prescott is going to be able to have a good game. They have three of the best wide receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. They have the best threesome there, in my opinion. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper. Now, I'm not saying they're all going to have great games, but what I'm saying is that Dak Prescott has the weapons to ball out on Sunday, and I believe that he has a good game up against the Seattle Seahawks. Next game here, we got the Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Matthew Stafford has been quite disappointing thus far this season. I feel like Matt Patricia's ass is going to get canned maybe even halfway through the year. He just seems like not a good head coach of the team. More of a D coordinator, more of what he used to do in the past. Just doesn't know how to be a head coach. So, Matty Snapback, I like him here up against the, the Cardinals, though. I think Matthew Stafford has another okay game. I don't expect him to be like a top 10 guy in the week, but top 12, top 15, definitely for me. Up against the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray continues to cook defenses. He continues to be Chef Boyardee. 
He he's just balling the fuck out. He looks like he could be the MVP of the league if Russell Wilson somehow slows down a little bit. Kyler Murray's looking like a boss. He's looking like he'll just take off and run. He'll juke the fuck out of the defense and walk straight into the end zone. He looks like Lamar Jackson, but 10 inches shorter because Kyler Murray is super short, but better at throwing in my opinion than than uh, Lamar Jackson. I think that Kyler Murray's going to have an excellent week here up against the Detroit Lions defense, which again, not very good. Next game here, we got the Carolina Panthers at the LA Superchargers. Now, we did see Justin Herbert's NFL debut after last week because apparently Terod Taylor got fucking stabbed. Stabbed in the lung by the team doctor. All right? Now, I'm not saying that the team doctor had Justin Herbert plus a zillion to win rookie of the year. I'm not telling you that, but maybe he did because that seems like a very idiotic maneuver. I feel very bad for Terod Taylor, but hey... Should have been Justin Herbert anyways. I think Justin Herbert could have a good game. Not calling him to be a start yet in a one-quarterback league. We saw him ball out up against the Chiefs. But then again, the Chiefs were expecting mini-man Terod Taylor to dump off the ball, do some slants like his name was Drew Brees. Instead, we have big dick fucking Justin Herbert, the pervert, who's airing the ball out more. So, I don't know. I feel like Justin Herbert's going to come down to earth this game, even up against a much worse defense in the Carolina Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater playing up against a tougher defense than the Chargers, so he is going to be a sit for me. Next game here, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay, or Tampa Bay Tom Brady going up against the Broncos in that beautiful air in Denver. Now, we all know about Tom Brady in Denver. That's all I'm saying. I don't think Tom Brady has a good game here. Tom Brady hasn't had a good game at all this season for fantasy football. It just seems like Tom Brady is a little too old. Now, I am I will never say that because Tom Brady's probably going to end up winning the fucking Super Bowl this year, but he just hasn't looked good thus far up against a tougher kind of Denver Broncos defense. I'm just not willing to start him. I've seen him cut in multiple leagues, and again, I don't even disagree with that. I'm going to be sitting down Jeff Driscoll slash Blake Bortles, the boat. Blake Bortles, I mean, if he plays... I'm kind of liking Blake Bortles because that guy's the king of garbage time. He'll probably end up as a top 12 quarterback at the end of the week if he plays. Never a guy you're going to want to start, but hey, that guy loves the backdoor garbage time points. But I have no idea who's even going to start at quarterback this week, but it doesn't really affect my opinion on the running backs or wide receivers. Final game here, not the final game, second final game here, Sunday night football between the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees' arm last week up against the Las Vegas Raiders was looking like a fucking... I don't even know how to describe it. It was looking like some nice spaghetti. It was looking like a cup of noodle that you heat up in your college dorm room. That's what it was looking like because Drew Brees' arm was looking atrocious. The slant god Drew Brees, without Michael Thomas, the true slant god, just wasn't doing anything. I fear for Drew Brees in this game up against the Packers. I don't think he's going to play good at all. Now, he's Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Maybe not right now due to the fact that his arm just doesn't look as good, but maybe ever, maybe a top 20 quarterback, top 15, I don't know. I'm not super old, so I'm not going to be able to fucking dissect some guy who played 40 years ago being better than Drew Brees. But Drew Brees in my lifetime, one of the better quarterbacks, going up against one of the other better quarterbacks of my lifetime in A.A. Ron Rodgers. I just don't know if Drew Brees is going to be able to get it done. He just doesn't feel like he's that good of a start when Michael Thomas is out. A.A. Ron Rodgers for the Packers, going to have a good game yet again, I would assume. Just note that if Devontae Adams is out on Sunday night, I don't expect as big of a game out of Mr. A.A. Ron Rodgers. Final game here on the slate, Monday night football between the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. And you guessed it, you're going to be starting Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. You drafted them early in your draft, so you're going to fucking play them. 
No shit. I mean, Pat Mahomes just hasn't looked that good recently. But at the end of the day, I think he's going to step up to the occasion this Monday night and ball out up against the Ravens. I expect the Chiefs to win this game. Lamar Jackson, I always expect to have a good game as well. So I like both of these guys as top five quarterbacks on the week. So thank you guys all so much for watching. I would really appreciate that if you ended up enjoying to please click that subscribe button as well as clicking the like button down below. And while you're down there, make sure you check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. And I'll see you guys later with another banger of a video. Check out the live stream tonight as well. Me and Tyler are going to be talking and having a great time with you all. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. Good boy!